Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a Dogcast Studio podcast. To catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. Feeling a little raspy today. That's right. <clears throat> Let me clear the throat. Got in room with me today. The guy. I'm all about the hi hats this morning, guys. I'm sorry. I was I was gonna no, come in with a song. Josh is the only one that you know. He's got he's got all the way from the West Coast. Bringing that organ. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Right. Skirt. Dog. Yeah. Cast. Father himself. Uh. What's up, boys? <laughs> That's all you've got, man. I brought you in so good. Yeah, dude, you got so many like. What's up, boys? What's up, boys? <laughs> Hi, guys. What do you think of this Beastie Boy thing going on? No. I like it. Have like your time. How no rest up on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good morning, gents. Uh, today is uh, a special day. It is a special a very day. special day. As we record today, uh, the dog cast father, unfortunately, is not joining us in person. Today is WrestleMania. 30. I'm okay. It is. It's okay. It's okay. It's seriously. It's, it's okay. Seriously, I, it's I'm okay. okay. It's okay. Uh, it is WrestleMania Day. We are super pumped. Uh, we've got the uh, we got the, the the busted open party. We do. We're gonna go. We're gonna go check that out. The the, the roast. Busted open. Oh, can't wait. Uh, my child, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fanboy out. Just just so you guys know a little bit, I'm gonna fanboy out today. I will have an opportunity to be in the same room uh, with one of my wrestling childhood heroes, DDP. Viscera. And I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. No, not Viscera. Hey, funny fact about Viscera. Did you know he used to take Viagra just to watch porn? <laughs> You're right. No, that was that. comical. Why, why would that even be common knowledge? <laughs> just thought you should know that. Was this like on his wiki page? Mm-mm. JR's podcast. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, it was the, kind of uh, funny, too, the, because the, it was on JR's podcast, and they used to call him Little Junior. So it's fun. Bam. Little Junior. The WrestleMania 38, man. But before it was WrestleMania 38, we had a warm-up show last night. If we you did. if you don't recall, we had a little I bit of a warm-up. I do recall. That's why the that's why the viewers and I'm um, viewers. Our, our voices about. sound like total I'm bullshit. pretty raspy right now. Yeah. I'm pretty raspy, and it's a pre uh, a pre wrestling. Oh, did you see those guns? Uh, rasp. That was a nice gun. That was a nice gun. Hey, look, we were at uh, Super Card of Honor last night, mm. enjoying ourselves a little bit of the ROH card they had to offer. Now, a little little story about last night. So. Uh, I fly in. The plane actually lands early. The original expectation was I was going to land around 5.30, and Leland and I thought we were going to have to haul ass because the back of the ticket said they changed the time from 6 to 5. Yeah. So I'm landing at 5 o'clock <laughs> thinking, oh, God, we're going to miss, like, mm-hmm. a couple yeah. of the dark hours. first hour of the show. Yeah, we're going to miss something here. So we, we haul ass, man. We get in the car. I'm literally running in to his car, he picks me up, we're hauling ass, we're driving down Dallas, you know, in traffic, trying to weave in and out of traffic, we get there, and we come to find out we didn't miss shit, 
Nothing. <laughs> you, they they you literally just in, did a dark match for two hours. You guys walk in. The whole show stops. Spotlight drops on you guys. And they're like, everybody, turn your attention to the TBR, boys. You guys instantly stay in character. You reach for a mic. Just so happens there's a guy in the crowd that has a mic. <laughs> he hands it, it to totally you. Gone. You guys walk in the ring and you go, you people know our name. But you don't know why we're here. And then you hand the mic back, only context you say, and you sit back in your seat. Then <laughs> the show continues. That's it. You don't know why I'm here. You people know my name. But right. you don't know why I'm here. And then you take your toothpick hey, in your yo. mouth and just throw it and sit back down. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Today, I will be walking into WrestleMania Night 1 representing uh, NWO for Scott Hall. I'm wearing Kevin I feel, I feel like a lot of people are going to be doing that. Am I right? I feel like a lot of people are going to see some Scott Hall. I feel Scott like Hall WrestleMania is probably going to be a very Scott Hall heavy theme. Yeah, I think the T-shirts are going to be very Scott Hall heavy. Yeah. As they so. should be. The creator of the NWO. It's, Unlike it's uh, Cheater Chavo with the Eddie Guerrero last oh, night. Uh, so you know when you're watching too much wrestling, right, Jack? Oh, yeah. You know when you're not. You're watching too much wrestling. Josh, let me fill you in on this. The card was great last night, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> it was a fun show. Very top of the show. Uh, they do a promo. Chavo Guerrero is apparently uh, a manager now for Bandito. Bandito. In, um, in Ring of Honor. He's a bandito. That's right. Bandico. So Bandito is challenging for the, the the world's heavyweight championship, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, the ROH champion. Yeah. No, he's not. No, it was Unify. It was, they're doing the same thing as WrestleMania. It was a unification title yeah, match. Yeah, unification. Yeah, it was a unification match. Uh, new, new belt, old belt, whatever. Nothing's more unifying so, than a company that's out of business. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And we were all we were very we were confused. All by confused. Too. Where did that belt we're, come we're, from? We're sitting there like so. The ROH title looks a lot like the AEW title. It does a lot. Like a, they're almost identical. Which is probably why they unified the unified ROH they title. That. Yeah, the, the old ROH title had a little more distinctive between like AEW and ROH, but the two titles look very similar now. So I actually wouldn't mind buying an ROH title because it's pretty it's a good slick. Title. It's a good looking title. It looks way too much like the AEW title, but it's very slick. But, yeah, this was a unification title match. So, Chavo comes out, cuts his whole promo. Um, I'm going to do whatever it takes for you to win, Bandito. And Bandito goes full face. He says, no, no, no. You no cheat. You no cheat. I don't want no cheating. I know how you Guerreros are. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. So they and go he said the it just thing. like that. That was a very good impression. You're welcome. I try. No, I was impressed. No, I do try. My I'm eyes impressed. were actually closed uh, for the viewers at home. I was, I was closed. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Am I there? Am I listening to it live? <laughs> so, so they do this whole play. Uh, in promo, they go into the match. I look right over at Chad, and I'm like, um, yeah, I think Chavo's going to cheat tonight. Yeah, it was too clear. They, they just, they, I don't like it when they telegraph like that. They telegraph everything, because you knew it was coming. Yeah. You knew it was coming. Chavo cheated, by the way. Yeah, just so cheated. just so everybody knows. I mean, I'm not going to try to leave a cliffhanger here. Ch- Chavo cheated. Yeah, I mean, it was clear. Chavo completely. No, cheated and then he got kicked out of the ring, and, and then, then he, he said, "Get out of here." Honestly, yeah. the only get out of here. If they really wanted to throw a tribute to Eddie in cheating, then all they had to do was be in the ring doing the matches normal. He agrees. Fine, 
We play by normal rules. Then he gets in the ring. Ref gets knocked out. He hits him with a fucking chair or something. And he throws it to him. Falls on the ground. That's how they should have. That's exactly what happened. Is it? Yeah, that's, no, that's exactly no, what happened. That is exactly that's how exactly it happened. There we go. ROH coming through <laughs> in the clutch. Nice. I mean, it, it seems like we're yes. joking with you, but that's yeah. exactly yes. what fucking happened. I, okay. I'm sitting here listening <laughs> to you going, wait a second. I was like, did you watch the pay-per-view uh, last you, night? Did you See? buy this thing? All like, up in the wrestling mind. There it is. This fucking guy is always spot on when that's he tells his shit, man. That, you, don't even have, you didn't even have to watch it, That's Josh. insane. You didn't even have to I just, watch it. I just know a good direction. When I, you guys told me the storyline, I'm like, look, there's only one way to make that fit. Fortunately, ROH is good enough to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm very pleased with what I saw. Now, ROH, I think, is alive and well. And from what it looks like, <clears throat> Tony Khan is keeping this completely separate. Yeah, there's this, no, this is its own no thing. invasion angle coming. Uh, the only AEW references we saw last night were at the end of the show mm-hmm. because there was a little uh, a little uh, teaser into Wednesday. So that was it. End of the show, hey, check us, check AEW out on, on Wednesdays on TBS. That was yep. it. Uh, Tony, well, the Bucks showed up last night, too. My God. Well, Samoa Joe showing up is... Yeah, there was a few surprises last so night. So let's talk, let's get into that because the card completely... Uh, a little underwhelming on some parts. The, uh, the the main event was good, but the problem is is that the Briscoes versus FTR on, match was so side. good. They put him in the middle of the card that I felt like it ruined uh, Jonathan Grisham's. I was ready to go home. Yeah, it ruined Jonathan Grisham's opportunity there. If they had put the Briscoes at the end and allowed Jonathan Grisham to open for the Briscoes, yeah, I would have been so pumped from that match mm-hmm. between Bandito and Jonathan Grisham. That going into the FTR and uh, Briscoe's match would have had me even more hyped. I feel like the card was not you organized. You make that one probably. switch, and I'm yeah. feeling better in the stands. Yeah, if yeah. they had just put the Briscoes and FTR at the end and allowed Jonathan Grisham and yeah. Bandito to be the opener to that match, yeah, that would have probably been probably one of the best ROH pay per views they've ever had. The issue with that, though, the problem was because is that the, you're never going to have a wrestling company ever brave enough. To book a tag team as their final match. Yeah, it's never. They're going to think. Yeah, we were talking. They're going to think. Oh, night. this is this is our unification title match. But what they what you need to realize, especially in ROH's position, and I'm not taking anything away from ROH, but we can all agree it's not AEW. It's not the WWE. So what you got to focus on is not so much on the storyline on paper, but you need to satisfy your fans in the stands. So you need to know which one of these matches is probably going to be your best match of the night, and put that as your main mm-hmm. fucking card. So that way when people go, they go, you know what, no matter what, no matter the angle, ROH is always going to put on a fire main card. You can't have your best match in the middle of the night because of the exact reason what you just said. You throw out the best match of the night and you're like expecting it for the rest because theoretically, the way that AEW and WWE try to set their matches up is that the night only gets better theoretically, right? Like your mm-hmm. your yeah. your mid card match is usually... You're always building to something. Right. right. So yeah. when you have your banger match in the middle... Your expectations yeah. for the next one and the main event are going to be way up here, and you're only going to come to here. It's it's that's the issue so, with it. So in hindsight, I see why they did that because none of that mattered the minute Samoa Joe's music hit. Yeah, because you can't you can't have there's Samoa no Joe. going backwards. Yeah, you can't yeah. Samoa the Joe's minute reason. Samoa Joe's music hits and here he comes walking out in his ring gear. In his by ring the way, gear, ready to fucking fight. Oh. That was I, I. That was amazing. That was that was awesome to see that his return in ring return. The pop, oh. and the, and the, and then the chant "Joe's gonna kill you" was so loud, and the Joe, 
Joe. It was so good. Yeah. When Samoa Joe showed up, it was a complete surprise because when the Bucks showed up earlier after the FTR um, uh, Briscoes match, I looked at Leland and, I, and Leland. See, I don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. He'll. You always have a feeling about something big happening. You, yeah, I, you, I did because like you that. walked in the building and you literally stopped and you go, "Something big is going to happen tonight." Yeah. And when the when the Bucks showed up, I was like, "Well, there's that big thing you were talking about." So I guess there's nothing else going on tonight. And then. And then here comes Samoa Joe. Like, just completely shocked me that he was even... Music? We're, we're watching his... The music hits, right? And we're seeing like these his, flames his coming music. up on the... His music. Not his, w- not, not his WWE. Not his old WWE. ROH music. Yeah. So we're seeing flames coming up on the on the screens yeah. over in front. And I'm like, is this fucking Kane? Who is this? Yeah, yeah. Up? Our first thought We're just seeing Kane. flames. And everybody else is looking at it like this, too. Like, who the hell is this? And then all of a sudden you see, in big letters, Samoa Joe. And Leland and I look at each other and go, what? And he walks out with this with the towel on, and he's doing his thing. And I'm like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Like, I thought he was still in NXT. It was it was phenomenal. Um, not to mention Tony Khan completely fanboyed out. Oh, my God, yeah, when Samoa, yeah, he was, he lost his voice. He was cracking. So, yeah. not to get too far out of this, Josh, but the reason that Leland doesn't have a voice anymore is because of the FTR Briscoes match. Yeah. He was, Leland wasn't really like, like I was, I was cheering. Pretty, I was pretty low key. He was low key. I was yeah. cheering. I was standing up, clapping, cheering for everything, uh, chanting with the crowd. This is awesome. You know, I was doing all the chants. Leland was just kind of chilling. But during the FTR Briscoes match, holy shit, did this dude become alive? Like that yeah. match was insane. Was Do you want to talk? I'm gonna. You well, it was a great match. Uh, <clears throat> the Briscoes delivered, and I'll tell you. It had moments of just pure electricity. I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it and talking about it because they must have been in the ring for um, a good three, four minutes. Yes. No one touched. Because of the crowd. No one touched. They just were looking at each other, mean mugging, talking shit. The crowd was on fire. It was electric in in the arena. And then finally they hit. Oh, my God. The psychology of this match was perfect. It started out with FTR being the heels, uh, Briscoes being the, the overwhelming baby faces of Ring of Honor. Throughout the match, the crowd completely splits, completely splits to a chant of, let's go Briscoes, FTR. Let's go Briscoes, FTR. Or top guys, dim yep. boys. Top guy, dim, dim boys. They just kept going back and forth. And, of course, I lose my, I lose my, uh, my voice doing this. The point where I really stretched my vocal cords was when uh, those dastardly heels... Let me back up. Let me back up. Oh, you're skipping so much. FTR. I have a newfound respect for tag team wrestling. It was a 40-minute match. Yeah. 40 minutes. They gave the guys time. There was a bump, um, a vertical suplex, off, off the ring apron onto the, onto the ground. The angle in which we were sitting... You could see perfectly that landing. Dax Harwood, a thick guy, by the way. Thick. Good thick. He bounced after that hit probably a good three feet off the ground. He came straight up and right back down again. Everybody rushes in. Like, oh, God. They thought he was broken. The crowd goes silent because with what we just saw, it's like, oh, God, that dude's dead right now. (laughs) Like, I thought he died. Like, he just, he might as well put a blue blazer on. And, And Doc Samson came out. And from AEW, yeah. AEW's doctor came out. They're all checking him, seeing if he's still breathing. Um, what's what's his tag team's partner's name? Uh, uh, it's just Dax Harwood and... Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler, yeah. Cash Wheeler had to literally pick him up and put him back in the ring. Yeah. 
Like they didn't want to stop the match, but they had to literally pick him up and put him in the ring. Well, what you guys are de- match go- what you guys are saying perfectly explains why that tag team was right in the middle. You guys walk in, you guys think there's going to be something big tonight. On the mid card, the biggest thing that you guys have seen comes out. The crowd goes absolutely nuts, right? So that means you have to have some leeway time if your big plan is to have Samoa Joe walk out. You can't have the crowd yeah. go absolutely nuts and then have Samoa come out because he's just not going to get the pop because the energy just, they want to give it to you. They just can't. So you had to have yeah. that huge match in the middle, especially with it being a 40-minute match, what you guys just said. Sounds to me like that tag team match was your real main event. Then you had oh, then you had cooldown time until the surprise entrance came out. I think that was their actual. It sounds like it worked. Oh, it was it was it was surprisingly a very good pay per view. Yeah, uh, I didn't go in with any expectations that it was going to be any good. I kind of went in with the expectation it was going to be so so. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving that arena last night, I felt like <clears throat> I was just blown away. I I was I told Leland I was like I'm so happy that we decided to do this kind of yeah. as a last minute thing because originally we didn't even plan to do that. We were just yeah. going to go look for like a a wrestling con type party or yeah. something like that. But we ended up going to ROH, and I'm super happy we did that. I'll tell you, um, I need more Briscoe's FTR. <laughs> oh, by the way, <coughs> because the Bucks came out, we're pretty sure Briscoes are going to AEW. Really? Yeah. Pretty sure they're headed there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, let me tell you how the match ends. The match, uh, Fever Pitch, FTR, after many back and forth, FTR gets the win. FTR is now not only your Lucha AAA Tag Team Champions, they are now your Ring of Honor yeah, Josh, champions. I was totally wrong about it being the the Hardys. It's FTR. Yep, so Ring of Honor uh, is now has two, has a new tag team champion and FTR. And those belts, uh, it sounds like, are going to be pre- represented on AEW. On Dynamite, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, it, how the match ends. Potentially, you could have that storyline uh, coming into play that we talked about last week. Though. It, it's got to. It, it would have to play it's out there. So, FTR... Uh, <clears throat> do their complete face turn. If we were ever wondering and we were ever debating, FTR is now full-blown babyface. After the match, they win the they win the belts. They get they lay the Ring of Honor belts in front of the Briscoes, give them the honors mm-hmm. and uh, pick up their belts, walk to the walk walk to the apron and point to the Briscoes like give them the love, give them the adoration. Complete babyface move. It's beautiful. They go in the back. Here comes Fucking bucks. The fucking bucks. The bucks show up. Fuck the bucks was the big chant. And that's where I really lost my voice. Because I, I jumped out of my chair full of enthusiasm and just could not say fuck you. Yeah. Isn't it? Like they did it to me. Isn't it kind of funny that the company on all these over guys built this company up only yeah. to have. That's exactly that. Only was their... to have them now be like the 2016 version of Roman Reigns where ain't nobody give a fuck about you. Literally. They come out and they're like, "Fuck oh. you guys." They, they, they're honestly, they are so talked about as being the best, one of the best tag teams, if not the best tag teams of all time. Homie, they aren't even the top five. You, you, so you're yeah, telling me right now that if you had, you had Scott Hall and Kevin Nash at their peak when they're going around, go yeah, anywhere fine. else to fight any other fucking tag team, you'd get that reaction. No, you're not on the same level. You're pretty cool in your own category in the suburbs of 
No, no one gives a fuck land. <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. Listen, on Rancho Cucamonga Wrestling.org, <laughs> you're pretty top of the line. But listen, here, you're in the back <laughs> of the line because your team doesn't seem to be so elegant anymore. I will tell you this, though. You're, you're so right. No. The silly part is, is that if this actually happens with the Hardys going tag team belt, let me actually push that aside for a second. I think with you guys saying the unification title looking exactly like the AEW title, that's why they're combining them because I don't think they want it to look too much like it then. I think you're going to get a complete redesign on what these belts are going to look like, right? There to show it? Was it already out there? It was already there. Bandito was holding the The ROH AEW looking belt, yeah. Okay. Sharp belt. Very sharp. Looks pretty nice. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's look. It's better than their old ROH title. I can tell you that. Not that I had an issue with it, but it, it was it, the new one is a lot better. A lot better. I was thinking of this last night when you guys went there. One thing I think we overlooked is that yeah, Vince McMahon and what we've been saying about the WWE having their library and being one step ahead is there. Where we thought, you know what, Tony Khan buying ROH that's a silly play, right? I mean, you're going to spend all that money on a library for ROH no one cares about that only thing is the one article I read about what you guys went and watched last night was what Samoa Joe said he said all the top superstars right now came from here correct so yeah WWE has ancient mythic mythology on wrestlers that today are going to be forgotten about and talked about okay Mm -hmm. now AEW has all the old shit for the current era people. So WWE has some of their, you know, their Florida championship wrestling, all that shit, blah, blah, blah. But AEW literally now has control of all the old footage of every top superstar that's wrestling today. So maybe it wasn't the worst purchase. It makes you wonder too, because Vince was really pushing to buy ROH's mm-hmm. yeah. catalog. He did not give a shit about the promotion. He wasn't even going to keep it alive. He, he was just gonna, wanted He was going to close the doors. He just wanted the library. Yeah. Tony Khan not only got the library, he wanted to keep the promotion alive. So I think that's why Tony Khan got it because I think it was in the background knowing that Tony wasn't only just going to get the catalog, but he was also going to get the promotion, the wrestlers and keep that alive. I mean, we had Jay Lethal out there last night. We had all these ROH dudes showing up last night. It was a full-on ROH with a mix of AEW guys. The only thing I will say about the catalog, Josh, and it was really, really weird, and Leland and I kind of looked at each other like, why are you doing this? They had a table last night, and we were looking at their merch. The entire merch stand was DVDs. Like old tape trader stuff. Yeah, we were like, why are you, why are you doing this? Like, streaming is where it's at. Who the fuck buys yeah, DVDs I mean, we're, look, we're looking for t-shirts, lapel pins, replica belts, hats. Nothing. No. No. Nothing. DVDs. A and, and DVDs. The, and, and let me just tell not, you. Not Blu-rays, DVDs. The crowd we were in yet last night, we were the minority. We sure were. Because we looked at that, we looked at this table of DVDs and, and went, nah, I'm good. I yeah, I walked away from it. But free. when the show was over, that table was Swarmed. ransacked. Swarmed. Swarmed to. Yeah. But on that same aspect, that on that same crowd, do you not think they would have sold out of every shirt that they had there? I'm, oh, I'm sure I'm, they did. I'm pretty confident that they would have sold out with deodorant, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was stinky. Ugh. Listen, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, people that, that listen to our show that go to these live events, if you guys don't fucking shower before you go to these events, it's, it's, <laughs> Please. it's, it's getting old. Just shampoo have, your fucking greasy hair. I have been to five <laughs> wrestling events, all types of promotions. Yeah. 
every one of you fuckers smell. Please put on some deodorants. I, I love you fans. I love you. I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm saying please fucking shower before you show up to these things because I can't sit there and smell your stinky ass. We're like the TBR Big Brother. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're just doing trying to help this, you out. We're doing this because we love you. You know, maybe maybe when you have a you know a couple attractive women in the crowd, there's only like two. Maybe you want to clean up a little bit. Yeah, look good for these yeah. girls. Not only that, quit saying that you want the wrestlers to touch each other's dicks. That's not funny what? either. When did this start? Oh my god, twist his you know dick! What? I think, like, what what is this chant? I think TBR sometimes doesn't just stand for the turnbuckle report. Sometimes it stands for toothpaste, brush, and repeat because you're kind of a stink ass. <laughs> You're kind of a stink ass. And I'm trying to be nice because it is always stinky. I went to Dynamite back in September. It smelled like a giant B.O. in the entire building. I, I, granted, you have wrestlers coming in and out stinking up the joint, too. But, I mean, it's literally the crowd I'm sitting in. Yeah. Uh, WWE, I went to Raw. I know there's a lot of little kids there, but the adults bringing the kids, you smell like shit. Uh, AEW All Out. Spritz a little Just bit. smelled horrible like B.O., man. And then ROH. <laughs> Spritz your shit, motherfucker. Damn, you stink, motherfucker. Spritz your shit. Spritz your shit. Spritz your shit, bitch. Oh, man, ROH was no different last night. Some stink, stink, stink. Walk up in the building with my stink gas like stink, 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 stink. It was bad. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Going back to the Briscoes and FTR, I don't feel like we're giving enough love because the Briscoes, in my opinion were the better tag team in that match, even yeah. though FTR put on a hell of a show, too. The Briscoes Ooh. were so tight. Their movesets, their transitions, Fluid. how quickly they did yeah. things yeah. was so smooth that I'm like, why aren't these fucking guys like not in... How come I haven't seen these dudes in WWE? How come they're not already in AEW? It could just be them. They could be those kind of dudes that are like, them boys don't wrestle for no fucking WWEs. We wrestle for where we want to wrestle. No. But their moves are so smooth, dude. They are the best tag team in the world, period. They are. They truly are. Well, it sounds like what they're doing then is they're creating their own war. See, when the Monday Night Wars ended... You said their own war? Yes. You had Raw and SmackDown within the same company recreating that war. So if he bought ROH and he's putting talent on ROH... He's giving them new belts. He has a direction for this, this place. So you know what he's saying? He's, he's saying, screw the war with WWE. Not so much screw it, but he's going to do what Vince McMahon's doing. And he's going to put it over here. He's going to have a focus on AEW and uh, ROH to be that war. So now you're going to have everybody at ROH's top key, everybody at AEW's top key. These are the two brands you should be watching Forget about the other guys. You don't have time for three wrestling shows. That's why no one really saw ROH. Let me show you what ROH has to offer. That's what he's doing. Well, to put a ribbon on exactly what you're saying here, Tony Khan almost said that exactly last night. So the the pay-per-view's over. Tony Khan comes out and addresses the crowd, and he totally fanboys out, uh, which I love to see, by the way. I love the enthusiasm of somebody that is, uh, you know, literally one of the richest people in the world. Um, He comes out. And he says to the crowd, and we all laugh about it, we're still joking about it, uh, out of all the wrestling you're going to see this weekend... Nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. Yeah, he's still... You just saw the best wrestling you're going to see all weekend. Yeah, he said better than WrestleMania. Now, that's a little pretentious, if you ask me. WrestleMania 38 is why we're in town. It was not Ring of Honor. I loved going to Ring of Honor. It was a great little. It was a surprise. It, it was a good. It was a good way to get me kicked off for a great two days of wrestling. It's WrestleMania. But you can't tell me 
There's no way. Uh, listen, I'm not always a fan of WWE. I'm really not. WWE has more chance about this is bullshit or this is this sucks or this match sucks. I get it. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, nobody in fucking town is going to beat WrestleMania. It's not going to happen. I, I, I'm sorry, Tony. You, it, you put on a hell of a show, but it's not beating WrestleMania. It's the electricity in the air. Yeah, WrestleMania is here. As we're in Dallas, the billboards say it. Charlotte Flair's everywhere. Undertaker's everywhere. WrestleMania is here. It is. And we are getting ready to clean up. Okay, I'm going to spritz. I'm going to look pretty. But before, I, I have one look thing I want to talk about. Because I want to talk about what we're going to see today. We got Josh. There's only one thing I really want to hit on real quick, Josh, with you. While, while we're all together. Who is wrestling Seth Rollins? Mm-hmm. Who's wrestling Seth Rollins? I don't think it's going to be Cody Rhodes because I already said I think what's going to happen with Cody Rhodes. He's going to walk out at the end of Roman Reigns' match after the belt's been finished. That's going to be his, his first match. If I had to think... Wow. About, That's bold, Cotton. I think who he's going to be wrestling is going to be a return. And I think the problem is it's not going to be a return of a superstar in the past. It's not going to be someone like that. Bray what you got to do is really think about who's on your hurt list. It's Bray Wyatt. And you really got to see... It's not Bray Wyatt. It's Bray Wyatt. You, He's in town. He was at WrestleCon. He was? This is his first appearance. Yep. He was at WrestleCon. Uh, yesterday, he had all three sessions. You could have went up and met him. Um, this is his first wrestling appearance since he since he stopped wrestling as The Fiend. It's Bray see, Wyatt. See, I, I, I thought it was going to be John Cena. No, it's Bray Wyatt. See, I wish... It just it just hit me on the show live on this show. It just hit me. It's Bray Wyatt. You know, if 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 I was there with you guys and Bray Wyatt was was, was there, I would have tried to go there and at least talk to him because I would have left him with one comment at the end of it all. We've been talking, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I would have ended with "Can't wait to see you tomorrow." <laughs> and I'm so good at reading people. Uh, even a twinkle in his eye, I could have told you yes or no. So if you're going to go with, with that, I didn't even think about Bray Wyatt because I didn't know he was in town. Um, my personal, I, I still kind of feel like uh, he's going to be wrestling someone that's going to be very underwhelming. It's going to be someone that's kind of injured, and it's going to be the first underwhelming thing of the, the WrestleMania for us. It's going to be very underwhelming that they are building it up. I mean, it could be Shane. So you, what you're saying is you think they're purposely going to build in uh, bullshit. Well... One thing to remember with the WWE is that to them it's not. You know, how many times did you get a build up for months and, and got Sheamus back? How many times did you build up for a month and you, you got Kurt Hennings back? Well, I don't give a fuck about either I, I, of them. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yet, yeah, I see sometimes they would be built up for a month or two. Oh, so and so's gonna be coming back to wrestle on top of Macho Mania. And they have him coming out against Macho John Mania. Cena, The Undertaker. And who's it gonna be? Oh, surprise return. And it's fucking Hornswoggle or some shit that no, that no one gives a Matt shit Stryker. about. It's gonna be Matt Stryker tonight. Or it's gonna, it's you gonna know what's Stryker. probably gonna happen? You know what's probably gonna happen? He's gonna get The Undertaker, some bullshit. I mean, it's it's seriously, I can't pinpoint an exact person I, for I you, but I can tell you this right, right now, it's going to be underwhelming. That's my answer. Do you think he's just going to stand in the middle of the ring for like a second, waiting for somebody to pop out, and then all of a sudden the lights go out, and somebody's just going to be standing in the fucking ring, and it's not going to be anybody we thought it was going to be? Mm-hmm. 
I think it's Bray Wyatt. I, I do. Part I, of me thinks I, I'm I'm standing on Bray Wyatt. Seventy percent of me thinks it's going to be underwhelming. Thirty percent of me thinks they're going to do that exact storyline. He's going to go out there in the ring. He's going to be okay. Who is it? Who is it? He's going to be on the mic. He's going to be talking himself up. Oh, I'm bash and dishing on a bash and that. Nothing's going to happen. No one's really going to walk he out. Took my job. This guy's coming to take my job. So, there is a potential of a big come out. Because, I mean, if he's sitting there and he, then you'll get the, huh? I'm not going to wrestle him. But, which would play into your Bray Wyatt theory. But I'm really only seeing a 30% chance of WWE actually coming through for us on that. If I hear Booyaka Booyaka six one nine, oh, if I hear God. that shit with him coming on, I'll be like, "What? Isn't he already on the card? What is going Isn't on? Isn't he like retired? What is going Let's on? Let's go around the table. I'm taking Bray Wyatt as the uh, as the surprise. Josh, who are you taking? Underwhelming. Let's put it on the table here. Who are you taking? Give me a name. Give me a name. JBL. No. Well, we'll come back to you, Chad. Give me a name. John Cena. I really do because John Cena always has to have a WrestleMania moment, right? So, so you so change I can see from Seth John Ce- from Cody Rhodes to John Cena. I never really thought it was Cody Rhodes to begin with. I, I don't even think Cody Rhodes is coming to WWE. I know a lot of people believe that, and I'm willing to be wrong, but I don't think he's even showing up in WWE. So I, I'm giving John Cena the... John Cena for the guy, the people's host says, Bray Wyatt, who does the dog father have? Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac. That's a good That's a good. That's pick. another good one. That's, that's one a good I pick. I mean, too. TBR reported on this. Uh, that's a good pick. I, I think so. I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it is Shane O'Mac because there are a lot of reports that he's returning to WWE. It throws the and Trojan horse out. You know, it throws that whole Trojan horse idea out. But uh, part of me kind of feels that that's their angle. You know what I mean? Folks, we're doing something a little different today. We are recording right before WrestleMania to uh, chop this up, make it look good, and get it out to you folks. Throughout the weekend, we're going to drop a couple more. And, uh, and keep talking. This is a big event. This is a big time. This is TBR's first appearance at WrestleMania. And we haven't decided yet, but whether we're healed or we're a babyface, we're going to do us. has been a dog cast production.